0: Dragons are about to swoop down upon us as the Chinese community in Singapore and indeed all over the globe prepare for their Lunar New Year. A year that will welcome the wood dragon come February the 10th. Now, the last time the dragon swooped into view globally, it was 60 years ago. That was when the Beatles were in America starting their first British invasion. The Gulf of Tonkin incident occurred that sparked the start of the war in Vietnam. This is back in 19. 19- 64 last time we saw the wood dragon Nelson Mandela was in prison so what are the new opportunities to pursue in Asia in the new year no use typing that into chat gpt but we have an expert in the house Keith Wong financial services manager from Philip Capital helping us understand what the opportunities are how can we unleash the dragon when it comes to our own financial planning good morning Keith Good morning, Michelle, and good morning to everyone. Now, we talked yesterday about maybe the top two fears of big headwinds that markets are bracing for. And number one seemed to be the U.S. elections, uh, the possible outcome in November. And number two, I think fighting for first place, frankly, were interest rates, what the Fed was going to do, um, how much higher for how much longer, and also the U.S. presidential elections. But... Some other analysts I've spoken to say they expect volatility to really be uh, top of mind for most people this year. How do you see global economic volatility impacting investors' financial Mm -hmm. strategies?
1: Right. Okay. So, um, as mentioned, Michelle, so what, what we're talking about is, at least for the last two years, we have heard things like, the, or at least the immediate the headline, we're talking about things like uh, inflation, rising rates, uh, you have the election coming up soon. So, these are the concerns that people may have. And of course, there's always the question of how can I navigate this volatility? So, within the last, uh, maybe perhaps uh, one to two years, itself, we, are, we do see a shift. Of interest from investors towards more conservative assets, you see people moving towards uh, instruments such as a fixed income, your bonds, you know your fixed deposits. Uh, T bills itself last year itself was also an interesting strategy. More um, many at times is because people just want to play safe, maybe to avoid the uncertainty, and uh, maybe while awaiting to see what happens in the economy, um, they could just adopt a way and see approach. So that is uh, one side of the coin. Mm -hmm. Um, Then again, you do have uh, investors who perhaps are a little bit more aggressive. Maybe they do feel that markets uh, might be in their favor. Um, So these are where some investors who have a longer-term approach who are more aggressive, they may choose to park their money to equities last year, even during the volatile period. Now, with that being said, it also depends on which side of the world we are on. Mm -hmm. So for investors who have parked their monies maybe in the U.S., uh, they would have seen some uh, pretty decent gains for last year, um, but for of course for friends or investors who have put their money, maybe for example in China, right? That's where probably their portfolio would not be as uh, exciting as what they hope. <laughs> so that was for last year itself, yeah at least for the last one to two years.
0: Okay, we're only two months into 2024. But for this year, are you seeing some sort of continuation? People, the conservative investors, maybe looking still at bonds. And are people interested in corporate bonds at all with familiar names? You know, um, big companies well-known here in Singapore. Are those of interest? Um, yes. Okay, With that being said, right? Um, so I think,
1: again, the headline um, this year itself, uh, we are talking about interest rate cuts. Right, so with interest rate cuts itself, um, that does um, change the dynamics a little bit, which I will share a little bit later because it also depends on what is the internal economy of an investor right so there's a lot of focus on what's going on on the external economy mm-hmm. external economy uh, meaning say what's happening around the world uh, interest rate issues uh, inflation issues um this will cause a person, for example, if they are more interested if they are if they are more of a a shorter-term investor per se. Now, if I'm a shorter-term investor, I'm a little bit worried about volatility uh, or uncertainty the next coming one to two years. Mm. Um, I guess these investors right, will still prefer to go with assets of lower volatility. Uh, like what you mentioned, Michelle, uh, you have your bonds, maybe even corporate bonds per se, uh, for investors with a little bit more uh, resources. Ah uh, yes, why not corporate bonds? Uh, so that at least while interest rates are still um, at least for this year, there's anticipation that there'll be rate cuts. Um, this anticipation itself will do well for maybe fixing up uh, for certain bonds where at least they have, they do they are able to to move on the angle of a capital appreciation as well. Of course, for investors who do have a longer term time frame, mm-hmm. um, with this potential cut in interest rates, um, I, in my view, in my view. I do think that uh, we will see some uh, fund flows um, because with interest rates uh, being adjusted at least over the next uh, year, the question is do these safe assets, are they able to generate the kind of returns for the longer term that an investor wants? Right? So if an investor does have a longer time frame to it, they may, they may just uh, do some allocation, maybe shift some of these monies, maybe into equities for longer term play. Um, This could also be one of the the, the scenario, which which leads back to what I mentioned earlier. Uh, While there's a lot of emphasis on the global economy externally, um, the internal economy which I'm referring to is actually coming back to our own financial objectives. Is it it in tandem with uh, what's happening externally? So maybe uh, Michelle may give an example. Right, So, if an investor does expect um, further uncertainty and volatility in the market, mm-hmm. and again, uh, this investor, he, he or she is more of a con- so-called conservative uh, uh, a person that is uh, less likely to assume too much risk. And because of uncertainty, this investor decides to keep more money in cash for the current moment. Right, uh, However when we look at this investor's uh, internal economy, which is this investor's objective, mm-hmm. uh, financial situation, financial position, the time horizon that this investor has, and it's, it's noted that this investor has more than 10 years per se. Now, in this case, right, because the time frame is there, but yet this investor prefers to, you know, play safe, the question is, which is actually the better approach for this investor? Is it, is it, is it better for this investor to, to continue to play purpose? safe? Yeah, Um, whether to play safe or or to adopt a longer-term place. With more risk. Is that what you're saying? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So this one actually does go back to the internal economy of the investor, aka the investor's uh, financial position.
0: And your time horizon, of course. What what are you seeing or hearing on the ground in terms of how Mm. people are approaching financial planning here in Singapore for 2024?
1: 2024. I guess if you go back to the basics of financial planning, right? um, To me, what is financial planning? I think that's that's always the first thing. So, so I guess financial planning. You know, we talk about having a blueprint, having a plan. To me, to keep it extremely simple, right? Financial planning is just about preparation. Mm, that's about it. Love preparation, it. Preparation, yeah. Preparation from what? The financial uncertainties, right? That may arise uh, either currently in the near future or maybe much further away, right? So. Um, pertaining to 2024, I guess in this current economic landscape, we are facing a few key issues. Um, while inflation has you know, somewhat uh, tapered down this year, we are faced with another issue that is we, we have a certain standard of living, right, Michelle? So our lifestyle, right, while inflation may drop, our lifestyle is more or less at that kind of uh, level. So while we are struggling, while we may have issues with inflation, uh, lifestyle changes right which results in of course uh, other, so- other forms of expenses it's another issue which is uh, slowly biting into all of our finances you mean lifestyle uh, creep
0: this idea of getting lifestyle used ch- to yes, lifestyle, um, cre- a lifestyle
1: change mm-hmm. yeah so you know it's like using a simple analogy you know uh, the food that we eat last time uh, it can be uh, $3.50 chicken $2. rice 50
0: cents. versus yes. 4 50 this year. Versus
1: four fifty, dollars 50 right? Um, and the question is, uh, where do people or maybe the younger generation have mm-hmm. their chicken rice? It could be in uh, more fancy food restaurants. It could be in, uh, maybe more, I, I, don't, I don't know what's the term to use, maybe a bit more <laughs> atas place, right? So, so, so that, will, that that is not just an increase in normal inflation kind of cost. You're talking about a change in lifestyle as well.
0: <laughs> okay, but we're we're sort of dealing with inflation, yes, and we're also dealing with increased GST rates. So, yeah. in light of all this, expected higher volatility, higher GST rates, inflation yeah. still high, coming down but still high. How is mm-hmm. that reshaping the way that maybe you help people plan financially, or how is that helping inform the way that you help plan
1: help people okay. plan? Okay, uh, so I guess. Going back to financial planning, the basics, again, about preparation, uh, how I do speak to my friends or my investors, my clients, is that I always ensure that the basics are always done up. Now, what do I mean by basics? um, You know, making sure that you have your cash reserves and the works, right? Making sure that your risk management is taken care of, things like this. But coming back to uh, the reshaping of the world, how, how things is going to get more costly, how things are going to get more and more expensive, the question does ball back the individual when I run through their situation can they afford to not invest I think that's the question can they afford to not invest so depending on their circumstances depending again like what Michelle you have mentioned the mm. time horizon the, uh, the 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 objective their risk their risk appetite things like this right um, the encouragement would be if they have a, a, a long enough time horizon I would encourage them if possible find uh Try try to find more ways, you know, uh, within your assets, you know, uh, grow them more, make them grow more, make them work harder for you. Uh, don't keep too much uh, in the bank. Don't play too safe. And at least for this current juncture, don't play too safe. Of course, with that being said, um, it is very much dependent on, like what I mentioned earlier, the time horizon of a client. If a client, of course, investor, he only has uh, one to two years, three years left, towards uh, his objective? It will, of course, be a different strategy.
0: So what are some of the strategies that Philip Capital tends to adopt to help clients?
1: Ah, okay. Um, in the angle of uh, financial planning, uh, per se, um, maybe more of the, the kind of uh, services that we avail. What, what, what Philip has as a platform, right, it's, it's very much an integrated fund house, a financial house. So in this case, it does houses various platforms. Uh, platforms, you know, that allows our retail uh, clients, investors to integrate uh, different asset classes such as your securities, your fixed income, ETFs, your unit trust, private equity, even your insurance, right, into an investor's financial portfolio. Now, uh, with that, right, I think it's what I would consider a one-stop where a portfolio can be consolidated together. And with all the instruments that are there, um, an investor, they themselves, right, can easily uh, come to terms with how they want their portfolio to be. Again, this is, for investors or for clients who wish to do it themselves and uh, with that being said it does uh, ease uh, one of the concerns for most clients especially when it comes to financial planning um, and that is they got no time to do financial planning right so with everything uh, online uh, with everything uh, they can do through the internet uh, for these friends right through uh, Philip Capital's platform uh, they can easily access the uh, instruments there and uh, go about with their own uh, investing going about with their own planning So, it's a mix
0: of um, you can do it yourself on your platform. Uh, Yes. And you can get hold of a financial advisor who might be able to help you sort of think through big decisions as well. Like, should I quit my job? Do (laughs) I have enough to quit my job? Uh, Yes. Yes. Can I not invest for the next three years if I
1: want to retire in the next 20? Things like that, right? Yes, that's right. Is that being shared with me? So, you just reminded Mm. me of one thing. I think one of the points of 2024, right? Again, the emphasis is on. Uh, individual's internal finances. How is their finances? How is their cash flow, their net worth? What they can even be doing to make more money? Um, another angle, which you just rightfully mentioned, should I quit my job, right? Now, quitting uh, a job, I'm not saying that everyone should quit their job, but the question here is that uh, our revenue comes from our job. Our income comes from our job. So while expenses keeps on going up, right, uh, to be as honest as, to be as, I mean, to be as blunt as it is, There is only that much that we can do with trimming our expenses, right? There's Mm. only that much we can do. Uh, Yes, we can invest. We can try to make our money work harder for us. But if we look at the equation, like what Michelle rightfully fully mentioned, actually, uh, the source of our income is another critical ingredient. (laughs) Which means to say, uh, (laughs) are we getting the kind of income that we are expected to get? Are we seeing uh, a, a... uh, maybe for better word to use, an uh, equivalent uh, rise in our income or is it increasing higher than inflation when it comes to you know <laughs> um, our finances? Now, oh. of course, mm-hmm. with that being said, um, oh. I think that's where the equation can be a little bit more balanced. And um, yeah, we'll have more resources to do the things that we want.
0: In fact, <laughs> soon we're going to be doing a show on how people are overworking. I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of people are trying to um, do these side hustles. On ah, yes. top of their day jobs, so we're going to do uh, a whole show on overworking soon. Right, what that means <laughs> for people. But today, we're still keeping an eye focus on financial planning. Any tips, Keith? Keith Wong Ooh. joining me from Philip yeah. Capital. Keith, is there any way that um, you have chanced upon to make financial
1: planning more enjoyable? I think financial planning is uh, it, it takes two hands to clap, right? Um, for for most people. Okay, why 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 does a person even want to embark on a financial plan? That that's always the key the key question which I ask. And I uh, mean I mean people do get started on things for a couple of reasons. Either they are they are looking for something. There's something that they are anticipating. They want to plan for. Uh, but of course, there are some people who do it out of fear, right? Uh, they realize that you know they don't have much time left. They're going to retire and they lack funds, you know, so they need to quickly do something about it. Um, Regardless of the situation, I think um, we must first be clear of why we want or we need to do up a financial plan. And my question, or the question very simply, which I do ask my my, my clients Mm -hmm. is that if there's any areas of your life um, currently right now pertaining to your finances that you're worried about, that you're unhappy about, then do something about it. Take control. I love that. Take control of it. Take control of it. Yeah, because um, there has to be a, a a push factor, and and I guess the 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 paradox of financial planning is that we do hear people saying that okay like, never mind, you know, I'm still I I think it's not important for me right now. Maybe when I'm older, I'll get down to it. But the paradox is that for financial planning to work, right, we need time. <laughs> we need time. Yeah. So you want to so, use so,
0: compound interest to your advantage? Like,
1: exactly. It's a case where when they think that it is time to do financial planning it's many of the times is that that happens when they realize that they have no time <laughs> so mm. so it does it does get them into a kind of a conundrum where so what, what can i do what can i do about it i mean that's that's where we are really reacting rather than preparing you know as what i shared earlier what financial planning is about so to answer your question, Michelle, I think um, what I do in my uh, advisory process with my uh, clients is I think first things first. I don't just go into the numbers. Mm. I don't just go into information. Okay. Because to me, financial planning it comprises of both uh, science, you know, which is all your information and stuff, the knowledge, and more importantly, the art of it. Now, the art, right, does comprise of a lot of. Um, Understanding your client, going into the values, um, understanding the beliefs of a client, what makes them tick, you know, what makes them uh, work on certain uh, decisions, why, why do they spend money in such a way, why do they want to save like this? There, there has to be a reason behind it, there has to be a reason behind it. So, in, in, in the whole process, right, um, I guess it's you can, you can say it's very much a, a conversational process, you know, whereby I do my best to understand my friend, and at the same time, I do my best to help my friend understand about how they are actually behaving. <laughs> now, um, I think when that happens and they do see uh, or maybe they realize new things about themselves, uh, I guess that's a time where they want to get more committed um, into the whole planning partnership um, and yeah, I guess this, this, this is one of the things which I do just to help my friend uh, be a bit a bit more align with the objectives.
0: Okay, so it might be an unpredictable year, but that doesn't mean you can't start planning and maybe a good way to do it is to have a friend next to you to help you sort out your priorities. Keith, any last words you'd like our listener to take away from financial planning and maybe some general tips for them for this year?
1: All right. Um, So to me, there is... uh, I I shared on these three R's before. um, in the letter R. So the three tips, maybe these three hours I'll just share. The first R is uh, to review your financial plan. So I'm sure uh, almost everyone or many of our listeners already have a financial plan in place with your uh, preferred advisor to be a friend. Um, Do review your finances again, Uh, going back to your objectives, your net worth, your cash flow, your insurance, everything, right? Uh, The thing is that we all know the importance of reviewing, right? Uh, In financial planning, right, we always like to start well. You know? It's not just financial planning. I think in most areas of our lives, right? We like to start well, but the challenge is in following through. <laughs> so for most people, we start well, but we fail to follow through, right? So that's why yes. it's important to review. Now, the second R, uh, is just, which, which to me, I feel is important, is to refresh your purpose. Uh, so like what I shared earlier, why, why did you start planning in the first place, right? Was it something that triggered uh, you to do something about it? Um, so, you have to go back to your purpose. Why do you want to do something? Why do you even want to start financial planning? And refresh and remind yourself, uh, never too late. To me, my belief is never too late to start. Okay? I think so yes. too. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So, um, and the third hour, of course, is uh, my favorite, which is uh, to renew your paradigm towards money. What does right that now, mean? Uh, okay, so, <laughs> <That's fancy. laughs> okay, so, again, uh, is there anything uh, about an individual's values or beliefs uh, towards money that perhaps uh, help a person to achieve or help you to achieve your goal. Or maybe it is the same values or beliefs, right, to help you miss your goal, right? Is there something we need to do? Do you have any
0: examples of people whose
1: beliefs support their their money goals? Yeah, for example, uh, thanks, Michelle. So, for example, uh, maybe I just use uh, an example, right, Uh, an individual, a friend who maybe in the younger years, right, they don't have, uh, what do you call it. They, they weren't exposed much to money and uh, maybe they, they grew up in an environment where resources is a little bit on uh, constraint. So, they, they have to, they have to save, they have to scream. But, at the same time, right, in their growing up, in this, this, this kind of growing up process, they may be exposed to friends who are having a good life. right. So, because of that, right, this, individ- this friend may, you know, grow up feeling that maybe I lack let- I lack something. So when I grow up, I want to enjoy my life so much. Now, the the issue is that, right, as this individual goes to work and starts to draw an income, it may be a case where this individual's income is growing. But because of their deeply rooted values, where they felt that in the younger years, there's a lot of lack, this individual may just want to keep on spending. They earn more. He or she earns more. He or she spends more. So it doesn't really solve the issue by, you know, whereby, okay, you must invest. Right? The, the, the client will you know, yes, I will invest, but I also want to spend. And if you dig deeper, it really links back to this individual's deep-seated values about money that has somewhat uh, impacted him or her at a very young age. So I guess this is where, this mm. where I, I refer to about the, uh, the art of financial planning.
0: And that's what the conversation can uncover Right uh, yes. what are these beliefs and maybe how do you refresh the paradigm so uh-huh. that you
1: have beliefs that support your new goals right <laughs> yes absolutely right. So, so 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 that's that's about um, helping them to understand what the future holds for them what lies in store for them at the same time uh, helping them to or maybe put, put, putting things in reference putting things in context so that when there's a reference point right uh, it'll be easier to coach the individual to guide the individual to guide the client uh, and coach the client on uh, whether or whatever this uh, whatever he or she is doing right now is this really in the best interest for for, for them and uh, that's where the whole guiding and coaching process commences.
0: All right. Well, thank you for those great tips as we look forward to welcoming the year of the Wood Dragon. I hope this is an auspicious start for many of you. Sort of like clean house, you know, and get close (laughs) to your money beliefs. Um, Wonderful chatting with you, Keith, Financial Services Manager from Philip Capital. You have some good wishes for everybody?
1: Yes, yes. So thanks again, Michelle, for the time. And uh, here's uh, wishing all listeners uh, in this year of a dragon a great year of abundance, uh, great health, peace,
0: uh, enjoy. Oh, we'll take it all. Thank you so much, Keith. The news is next. This is Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's a w e d i o audio at the App Store and Google Play.